baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, Tabor running the board on this Thursday, the 15th day of March. Side and uh, uh, alert, alert, uh, ULL doesn't care much for uh, anyone. Anyone except themselves. <laughs> yes, yes. And, uh, you know, as, as my mother says, well, God bless my mother, she says, well, she very, as someone would say, she's very pleased with themselves. That would be very uh, – that would be area apropos for the ooh-la-la raging Cajuns who refuse to, even to this day, refuse to themselves to refer to themselves as that, except uh, Louisiana. Wrong. Uh, fake news. You're not Louisiana. I don't care what you think. But anyway, big deal. You lost. See, I got no problem with that. And I was I was kind of, you know, I was, I was mixed because I wanted to see, uh, you know, I, I'm the little guy, as you can imagine. I like to see teams like from the Sun Belt do well. Uh, or the Conference USA, and outside of the uh, Power Five, I like to see Group of Five conferences as a whole do well. And uh, that didn't happen last night, but apparently it's a pretty close ball game. I think it was uh, final was eighty four seventy six. Yes, uh, a lot of drama there toward the end. Uh, Will Wade uh, hits the timeout with twelve seconds left, as he says, "Well, since we don't play them enough, I wanted them to enjoy it a little bit longer." Uh, and I'm paraphrasing there, but basically it's like. Uh, I'm sticking the knife in, and you're going to enjoy it. Um, so, anyway, you wonder, I think both of these coaches, I think Bob Marlin's a good coach. You know him better than, than I do. He he cobbled this team together. Bob Marlin's a heck of a basketball coach. With uh, four transfers from uh, USC and, of course, some uh, BYU. I think South Carolina, Marcus Stroman. Uh, so, this was a very strong ball club that, for some reason, uh, stumped their toe uh, in the conference finals against UTA, which, by the way, semifinals. semifinals, which, by the way, is coached by another fantastic coach in Scott Cross. And as much as ULL doesn't like us, I think ULM loves Texas Arlington. I mean, there's a lot of mutual respect between those two programs. But uh, Nick White said the uh, when they played, uh, and I didn't get to hear all of Nick's interview this morning, but he said that the ULL ki- kids were just brutal. Uh, on the ULM kids when they played down there as far as smack talk. Well, you know what? And they ended up beating them by like 30 points. So uh, Bob Marlin is going to have a strong ball club. And uh, it it didn't work. It didn't fall in their favor. Um, Will Wade is uh, he's the uh, cocky new kid on the block right now. And uh, but I think it's it's interesting in the sense that we needed something like this. And I don't I don't necessarily say that. I like all the, you know, the pushing and shoving. But, hey, uh, anything that it's good for college basketball in this state right now is a good thing. I think it's it's created some interest again, even though we don't have a team in the NCAAs. Uh, again. Again. But it's, uh, you know. We had New Orleans last year. I take that back. We did have Yeah, and we've got, you know, and, and we got a lot of schools in the all the other 42, uh, you know. Not called and, the NCAA tournament. Right, right. So, anyway, um I thought I think this was necess- really a good uh, interest rate rivalry. I would love to see more of this. I don't know if you'll see these two teams getting together anytime soon. 
But I think it would be a good thing. Um, Look, and maybe was, every three years or four years. But uh, this you, was right off the pages. Okay, of you put Jer- your you put your well, AD hat on right now. This is right off the pages of Jerry Springer. Oh yeah. The WWE Vince McMahon would tell both teams, "Well done, sir." As a coach, and this happens a lot, you especially more so in the NBA than in college. Uh, and we saw the guy with the Memphis Grizzlies last year when he played, I think, in the first round against uh, uh, Golden State. Mm-hmm. He goes, right. You're not going to rook me. You're not going to rookie me as coach because yeah. uh, or Steve Kerr or somebody had been going He's off the official. He's not coaching anymore either. Right, right. But but he had a point. He did. He goes, look, you're not going to rook me. My, my guys deserve one. It's it's mano y mano. So Marlon comes out earlier in the week. And it's, it's LSU Lafayette. ULL, Louisiana, the Cajuns, whatever you want to call I personally got no problem with that. I know a lot of people do. Uh, I could care less. What, I mean, you could change your name to Sharice tomorrow, Jamie. I don't care. That's your deal. But wouldn't it have been better to beat them first and then have maybe said that? But no, you didn't. No, I mean, okay. they, look, those people do what they want to do. I, it doesn't matter to me. You know, they can call themselves Zimbabwe. It, it, I don't care. It has no bearing on my life or my self-worth. Um, at any rate. So Marlon sort of throws a barb out there. He goes, look, we got a higher RPI. Uh, we've got a better facility. And I just didn't like, really like the way we were seated uh, in this thing. I thought they should be coming here. Uh, you know, they couldn't play us before. Now they're going to play us. You know, So he was sort of the overdog, if mm-hmm. you will. Well, Will Wade sort of new to this deal. I mean, he, Will Wade is a young, outstanding coach, obviously. Well, to, to land the L- so far. Yeah. Will looks like he's about 16. Uh, and that's a good thing, I guess, as you get older like us, uh, you'd kill to look that. And Bob Marlin's older. Bob Marlin's been there. Bob Marlin's in his late 50s, had a good run, uh, different levels of college basketball. Started off right here at, uh, at NLU back in the day. That's when he and I got to know each other. And so he throws a couple shots out there. Folks, this is all recruiting. Mm-hmm. All right, this is all recruiting-based. Mm-hmm. because And he's firing up his base of support, who hate LSU. I mean, if Marlon comes out and goes, you know, we have a lot of respect for LSU. It's the flagship school. No, no, it's the flagship school at our university. Uh, we're just honored to be on the court with them, and uh, we're just going to try to make this thing close because we all know LSU is so much better than us and everybody. Dude, they'd have shot Marlon on site. They'd have drug him in front of that 400-year-old oak tree out <laughs> in Lafayette and shot him. And so Marlon is throwing some red meat out to his fan base. He's trying to fire his kids up. And think about this for a second. If you're LSU and Will Wade, and LSU started off really well, and then reality set in because they were a lock for the NCAA with the with the victories they had. Everybody was already penciling them into the six, Sweet Sixteen. Like, pump the brakes on that, Jethro. Reality of the SEC set in. The SEC turned out to be a very good league this year, as evidenced by the number of teams in the dance. Um, and so they he baits Will Wade into this deal, who has to respond, who is looking for something to fire his guys up because there ain't no – hey, look, they're not excited to go to the NIT. Nobody wants to go to the NIT. You know, it's like junior college or NAI. Nobody wants to go there, but sometimes that's your only option. And all of a sudden you're going, well, if we got to go there, let's win. And so Will Wade buys into it. So they play a little Jerry Springer-like on the floor. Uh, Will Wade sort of throws the, the bigger gauntlet out there when he calls timeout with 12 seconds to go. You really don't do that. I mean, that's just really No, not that, do- was, that was kind of, uh, as they say, poor taste. That was really not – well, unless you're really pissed at the guy. And he was. And he was. Uh, so, anyway, they both dial it back after the thing. and Will Wade goes into 
why LSU's RPI was lower than Lafayette's, and it basically just distinguishes the two between the two programs. So this will be uh, this will be interesting uh, going forward. Yeah, I don't see any time these guys are going to play in the near future. No, and I'd like to, uh, if I made a, a quote from the Daily Advertiser out of Lafayette, uh, quoting Will Ray, Wade to follow up on your uh, your comments. He says, "I take exception when people take shots at your program." I think uh, ULL was, you know, Marlon did it, and uh, he's not taking it back. He says, then there was, I know they'd like to talk about their 27 wins and their RPI, but RPI doesn't factor in, unless, of course, it favors you. Uh, They're big on beating all the Louisiana schools. Unfortunately for the RPI, you cannot count your wins against Louisiana College and Xavier of New Orleans. Wow. Wow. Uh, we're not scared of anybody, point blank, period. My guys aren't scared of anybody. Uh, I don't think Marlon said that LSU was scared to play ULL, but he, he apparently inferred, said, he inferred, he inferred that. that and said that he has tried to to, uh, to schedule them. But, you know, uh, let me take LSU's side here on the football scheme of things. Go and look on any LSU website, and I'm going to give, and as, as living in Alabama for 20 years, I'm going to take a little bit of a, how there's a little different tact between the two. And, you know, everybody knows how wonderful Alabama is as far as in football and everything. And tip of the hat to them. LSU has a Louisiana school on their schedule for the next five to seven years. Tech is on this year. They've got McNeese, Southeastern. I even think they're playing Nichols in the future. Because that was Skip Bertman who said, Nothing against Utah State, but why should we pay them a million and a half when we can play a school in Louisiana and probably beat them? Uh, you have to win. And you have to win. You have to. If you're LSU, yeah. if LSU football is a different game, Jamie, than LSU back. LSU football is significantly a higher stature. It is, but. Than LSU basketball. But the point being that you're you're keeping state dollars in the state. Uh the response from the Alabama side is, why should we help anybody get better than us? You're not going to be better than Alabama. If, if, if Alabama played UAB or Sanford tomorrow and lost to them, they're still Alabama. If LSU plays Nichols and loses to them, they're still going to be LSU because of the money. And yeah, I know you have to beat them, and nine times out of ten you do. Uh, but – you know, in a high-profile sport like football, um, and I, I think LSU does, to their credit, does schedule some Louisiana schools, Southeastern, uh, from time to time. But, you know, I think Will Wade's point is well made. You have to just the Southeastern Conference alone, LSU played a much tougher schedule. Yeah, because they're in the uh, Southeastern Conference. They're in the Southeastern Conference. So Same argument as Central Florida in football. It's the same argument. I mean, the Central Florida might be really, and they obviously are really, really good. You haven't been through the SEC or the Big 12 or the Pac-12 or, or the Big 10 or any of that stuff. I mean, you you played in your level, and that you only win the games at your level. See, that's why I was a lot better than you think they are. Look, I was in the Big 10. I, you know, they're better than, uh, I'm taking them over Central Florida. I mean, you're sometimes, and look, TCU had to do this. Uh, Butler did this in basketball. If you're a really good team in a mediocre conference, sometimes you can make that jump. Okay? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can make the jump to the next level. It's not done a lot. Right. But it's done enough. Central Florida, to me, 
they, if, if the ACC looks to expand again or one of these other conferences, I think Central Florida with 50,000 students, the footprint of Orlando, uh, I, I think they're odds on to jump to a Power 5 conference, but you're not in a Power 5 conference. Going back to the NCAA stuff, and we're going to take a break here in just a second, I'll leave you with this thought. we got a bunch of texture if we get back. I'll leave you with this thought. Again, if you have to win your conference tournament to go to the big dance, the NCAA tournament, you, by definition, sir, have to win it. are low major. Yeah. That doesn't mean you're not really, really good. It means your conference has zero respect uh, when it comes to the people that do the at-large bids. How many times? Look, is Lafayette any different than Louisiana Tech three years ago that won 28, 29? They're, it's the same group. They did everything they can do. They won their conference by a lot. They got upset in the conference semifinals. I think Tech got the semifinals. Uh, I know they lost once in the championship. But you're, it's not even a sniff. It's not even a consideration for the NCAA tournament. That has to change. Middle Tennessee State has the same argument this year, and yet we're relegated to, to Syracuse in Oklahoma, which literally uh, are, are abominations in the tournament, in my opinion. You're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, The Edge. This segment brought to you by... Our friends at Spinevale, pamper the special people in your life, folks. Hook them up with a Spinevale gift certificate, 807-1060, 318-807-1060. Bell in Monroe, back in a minute. Pros North in West Monroe is your buying center for North Louisiana and South Arkansas. Bring them your trade today and get top dollar for it. If you have a car, truck, or SUV you want to sell outright from a $5,000 car to a $30,000 truck, nobody's going to give you more than Car Pros North. Just call 699-1995 or come by Car Pros North, 601 Cypress Street, West Monroe, Louisiana. Find Car Pros North on Facebook and online at carprosnorth.com. I want to tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Starlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on 97.7 North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. When people get sick, they need a doctor. When cars get sick, they need Autoplex Automotive. So if your check engine light comes on, you have an electrical problem, need brake work, or just an inspection sticker, they do it all. They're a full service shop that can perform any BG service and stand behind their work with a parts and labor warranty. They even offer towing service. Autoplex Automotive, 1515 Cypress Street, West Monroe. When your car's sick, call 855-4483. If your gas gauge doesn't work, you might run out. If your speedometer doesn't work, you might get a ticket. Don't risk either one happening to you. If the gauges in your car don't work, call or come by Dash Solutions in West Monroe. They can fix anything that's broken, and most repairs are done in less than an hour. The solution to broken gauges is Dash Solutions. I-20 at 5th Street in West Monroe. 355-8595. I am Jessica Ledoux, member and employee for Washita Valley Federal Credit Union. 
Becoming a member of Ouachita Valley is much easier today. Memberships are now open to anyone who lives, works, worships, attends school, or owns a business in any of our seven parishes that we serve. Our goal is to offer you personal banking and to make sure you're getting the best rates possible. Washita Valley currently serves Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, and Richland Parishes. We know you have a choice when it comes to your finances, and to us, you're not just a member. So if you live, work, worship, attend school, or own a business in Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, or Richland Parish, let Washita Valley provide you with excellent service and secure financial well-being. Membership eligibility required. Member NCUA. Hi, I'm Greg Tilly in Bossier City. For 40 years now, we've been awarded the biggest volume dealer with the most competitive pricing in the United States. How about a brand new double wide, finished sheetrock and loaded for only $62,995. See it at Tilly'sHomes.com or visit us in Bossier City. The Edge with Terry Waldrop is back and better than ever. Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun. And welcome back in Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, The Edge. Uh, sponsored this segment by our friends at GB Cooley, reminding you to support a worthwhile cause, Louisiana Special Olympics. Uh, programming note, Jamie, uh, for those of you that uh, drink or for those of you considering to start taking alcohol or uh, illicit drugs, by the way, we don't condone nor endorse either one of those. Uh, you and I will be back from 3 to 6 today doing the sports company. No, we don't necessarily condone condone that, but uh, today might be an exception. It may help. If you're it, thinking about it, today's the day to start. Absolutely. Begin with the bamboo shoots underneath your fingernails because at 3 o'clock to 6, Terry and I will take you uh, to, to places you've never been before and wish you had never been. Uh, we are pinch hitting um, for the sports company from 3 to 6 today. So join us uh, if you've uh, you got a strong enough stomach. We will do our best to uh, marshal you through the rest of the afternoon. So, did I tell you how Gary got me to do this? Uh, Gary I, McKinney, our, our great station manager, love him. Yeah. He calls me yesterday and goes, hey, uh, look, uh, there's there's no way you could probably like do the sports company tomorrow, is it? Yeah. I'm like, uh, yeah, sure. He goes, really? <laughs> well, he as he said, I love his – he goes, uh, we've uh, kind of like uh, – yeah, no, we've run out of arms. We've He goes, I've run out of people to ask. I'm like, well, I'm glad to know I was way up there. He goes, no, you weren't way up there. You were like the last call. Literally, the last we were call. going. If you had not answered the call, which I do appreciate, by the way, uh, it was going to be me from four to six. It's nothing like this being maybe Nick uh, Brown. I don't know, but it's nothing uh, like being in PE class and you're the last pick. I mean, there's a chair, there's a folding chair, and you, and the other guy takes the folding chair. All right, come on, Walter, we'll take you. Well, Terry, I'm glad to know you've been. I mean, you're like the last guy picked in dodgeball. You know, actually, I was pretty good at dodgeball. Well, maybe better at dodgeball, but. Uh, Again, it is uh, you and I, which I'm actually kind of – I'm actually breathe a big sigh of relief. I don't know why. Um, but, hey, after the, the kind of uh, couple of procedures I've had the last week or so, this is this is actually a relief. 
or maybe the same. I don't know. So I'll uh, put it in perspective, yeah. right? You'd rather yeah. do radio than what you've been going through. I, I'd rather, I'd rather do. I don't know. Doing three hours with you is somewhat like a colonoscopy, but uh, we'll we'll move on and uh, we'll marshal through it somehow. I, I told Gary, I said, you know, I, I really don't drink much anymore. So, but then he said, well, you you're, you and Terry are going to do I, it. I don't, but I'm thinking of starting. Yeah. <laughs> well. We will do, we will do our best in any way. It's kind of like uh, Larry Curley and Mo, but we'll somehow survive without Mo. Without Mo, and we would be right back here in the yeah. uh, in the okay. Couple texts here. Studios. You guys are welcome to uh, to text in as well. Triple eight nine nine three seven seven six two. Larry Monroe sounds like Bob Marlin at Lafayette was upset because they didn't make the NCAA regular tournament and ended up in the NIT. But you uh, lost. Yeah, coach. There were many a team uh, Marlin and plenty of teams who should have made the big dance but didn't get in. Uh, you got to the NIT because your team did not win the Commerce Championship. Yep, all true. Um, next time uh, the NIT comes calling after ULL wins 27, just to climb the bid and stay home and see how that will go with the <laughs> ULL administration in your job. Um, yeah, look, nobody wants to go to the NIT, folks. If you're, and I'll hearken it back to this area a couple years ago when. Tech had back-to-back almost 30-win seasons. They got beat, I think, once in the semis. And I remember John Tabor and I were watching them play Tulsa with Danny Manning. Tabor, what, where were we at? Where did we go watch that at? Was that the doghouse? We were the sundown. championship game? Sundown. Yeah, sundown. Tabor and I, and I had to stay away from Tabor. Was that some, like, CD bar or something? I've never heard of it. Yes. In Ruston? Yes. Well, good for them. Uh, yeah, and so ta- I went over with Tabor and watched it, and Tabor was throwing stuff at the screen. Uh, to say he is a, uh, a, a ardent tech supporter is he is, is a, and I was for him. Yes. Yeah, I was pulling for him actually as well. But there was not even a sniff of going to the NCAA tournament. So you've worked all year, in some cases multiple years, to put it all on the line for forty minutes uh, to try to get to the NCAA tournament. And what's upsetting if you're a coach or a player of a mid-major program? is that you see garbage like Oklahoma and Syracuse this year this year that get in with barely winning records. Mm-hmm. I, I just you want to throw up. And you're like good, I mean you're like look, we tech a couple years ago. We went and beat Oklahoma at Oklahoma. We lost to Syracuse by a basket in the Carrier Dome. Do you think Syracuse is coming to Ruston, Louisiana? Do you think Oklahoma's coming to Ruston? It ain't happening. I identify with Bob Marlin in this sense. You know, LSU may play them. It's never going to be in Lafayette. You're not going to get a Tier 1 or Tier 2 tier two team to come to Lafayette and play, just like they're not coming to Ruston, just like they're not coming to Monroe. I know they had uh, Tech played uh, Bobby Knight in Texas Tech probably a decade or so. Keith was coaching at Louisiana Tech. That is an anomaly. It doesn't happen. For the same reason, the LSU football team, is not going to go play at Southern Miss. They're not going to go play at Louisiana Tech. They're not going to play at Central Florida. It just doesn't happen. And so you're stuck because the committee tells you, hey, you need to go win big games out of your conference. Schedule and win them. Well, you go schedule them in college basketball is by far the toughest thing to ever do is to win on the road in any sport in college basketball. Statistically, that's proven out. And so, against all odds, you go play good teams on the road, if they'll even play you, 
you're probably going to lose at least half of those games. Does it help or hurt your RPI? I can't answer that, but you look at Middle Tennessee State, you look at these teams that were right on the bubble, and all of a sudden, barely over mediocre teams from power conferences are being placed ahead of you. Uh, so at mid-major, at some point, you go, what do we have to do? I mean, you, you tell us one thing, we do it, it doesn't work. You tell us something else, we do it, it doesn't work. How are we going to get in? And the, the answer to that question is, you're not. They, they've proven that. You're not going to get in. Which may make an argument for the NIT, which I know everybody's throwing He's not that used invited to, be a, to tournament. Maybe so. But, again, it's a reward for your season uh, for those 32 that do get in. And the other other tournaments, obviously, they people saw a need for it. Let's look at this year's NCAA tournament and look at Texas Southern. 0-13 to start the year. Exactly. But they were why, playing. Why were they 0-13? Because they were playing Michigan State, Notre why? Dame. Why? Because he would, because he really wanted a tough schedule? No, because he need they need the money. They need the money. And they, they were they were prostituting themselves out as most low major schools do for money. And they got into the tournament and they won their first round play in game. So they get the Probably play in the number one seed, maybe Xavier or some. I don't know, but anyway, Nova. I think. Texas Southern's in, probably Nova. Uh, but you've got situations there. To me, if you're ULL and Bob Marlin, what better way to make a statement is to keep your mouth shut, say you're glad to be in the NIT. What a privilege, you know. Build LSU up to, you know, not like their ego needs feeding anyway, but let them. Go over there and kick their behinds in Baton Rouge. And, you know, then afterwards say, hey, we, we think we deserve to be here. We're glad. But, I mean, again, just just do it. With it. I'm not saying that, which, by the way, ULL has brought Alabama into Lafayette before. Years and years ago, they had like four years of pig roast outside in the parking lot to raise the money to do it. But Alabama has come to Lafayette and played in their backyard. Uh, A&M, too, I believe. But, again, it normally doesn't happen because the money's there. You're not, you're not, why don't play in a 30,000-seat stadium when you can play in 102? Also, in addition to SEC schools not, quote, unquote, lowering themselves. Uh, I like I, – I'm not a ULL fan, mainly because of the way they talk, but do I like to see the underdog win? You better believe it. And I'm going to be pulling like hell for Davidson's against Kentucky. I don't think it's going to it's going to happen. I'm going to be pulling for New Mexico State against Ohio State. I'm going to be pulling for every because this is what makes the NCAA tournament so wonderful. I love it when the underdog wins because all these schools have such an advantage. College, you know. So I love the underdog. I think that's why people watch it. It doesn't take away. From those schools, I mean, I, I'm so tired of watching. And nothing against, I'm sorry, Bama Jim, nothing against North Carolina or Duke. I'm so damn tired of seeing them. I'm so damn tired of seeing Duke, North Carolina, uh, you know, Kentucky. You're tired of seeing Alabama winning football? Yes. How and I think most people feel the same way. Florida State, Alabama, yeah, Clemson. Yeah, I'm tired, I'm tired of it. Yeah. I'm tired of it. I want to see somebody else. And that's not to take away from the greatness of those programs. They have proven it on the field. But I'm just – I'm ready for something new. I, I, Ohio State is unbelievable. I've been there. I've seen everything. But you know what? When you go on their campus, you understand why they're so good. You tired of Walmart? Yes, to some extent, yes. Enterprise? Yes. People that are successful? 
I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I don't begrudge them for their success. I just want to see something different. A little bit more parity, yeah, perhaps. I don't believe yeah. in this. It, this is the way I look. You don't make a poor man rich by making a rich man poor. You just go out and beat their ass. How's that? Easier said Fair than enough? done. Yeah, I, easier said than done. Yeah, easier said than done. Okay. All right, we're going to come back. Uh, I, I, we always have the smartest listeners. Uh, we're going to go back, and I, I had like eight people text me on this one. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. I'm sorry, seven people text me on this one. Uh, the last time LSU played Louisiana Tech, 1988. Louisiana Tech 111, LSU 109 down at the PMAC. And there so you go. They're not real big about playing these in-state schools, although I think they got uh, NLU back in the day when they had Shaq, uh, I think And I think that was a, like an 8 to 12 point, 10 point ball game, yeah, maybe less yeah, than that. I, I believe so. At any rate, uh, well, I'll tell you why they won't play a lot of these people uh, and why – uh, that's probably not going to change. You're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, Tabor running the board. This segment brought to you by our friends at GB Cooley. We're running you support a worthwhile cause, Louisiana Special Olympics. Back on Mementola Edge. <laughs> This week is full of luck at McKinney's 33rd Annual Spring Open House. Here's Richie McKinney. This week, McKinney's has special prices and financing on Hustler mowers. Prices start at just $25.99 on the Hustler Raptor, plus financing available at 0% for 48 months. Register all week to win a Hustler Raptor mower. Then join us this Saturday, St. Patrick's Day, for the drawing, free food, and refreshments. Don't miss the 33rd Annual Spring Open House going on all week at McKinney Honda, your outdoor superstore in Ruston. Restrictions apply. See us for details. Ram Truck Month at Brennan Dodge brings huge discounts so you can make a great deal on your new Ram truck with $14,000 off MSRP on 17 Ram 1500 Longhorn or get $13,000 off on 17 Ram 1500 Laramie or get $11,000 off on 18 Ram 1500 Crew Bighorn or get $10,000 off on 18 Ram 3500 Crew or get an 18 1500 Quad Cap for only $29.9. Don't miss Ram Truck Month at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. If remodeling your bathroom is on your to-do list, Glassworks of West Monroe makes it easy and affordable. Glassworks specializes in beautiful shower doors and custom mirrors for a -a one-of-a-kind look. From gorgeous custom mirrors in any size to framed or frameless shower doors with coordinating hardware, you'll be amazed at the transformation and the affordable price. For example, search Facebook for Glassworks of West Monroe LLC. Glassworks, making your bathroom new again. So you're getting a tax check back. Well, good. Need a way to haul that check around? Maybe put a cover over it. Or do you need a place to store that tax check? Ideal Portable Buildings takes care of all three. Use your refund to quit paying rent on a storage unit with a new custom building in whatever size you need built right there on your lot. For all the new stuff you buy, Ideal has the right utility trailer to haul it around. 8 to 12 to 16 feet with LED light packages, treated floors, spare tire mounts, and more. And protect that new stuff from the rain with a new carport from Ideal, Northeast Louisiana's number one Eagle carport dealer. Built in any size and layout you need from single car to RV up to barn size. Rent to own with no credit check or 12 months same as cash with approved credit. So double the value of that tax refund with the new building, utility trailer, or carport from Ideal Portable Buildings. Call them at 699-9426, 699-9426. 
Are your legs tired and weak? Are you able to walk less than you used to or want to? How about sore, achy feet at the end of the day? These symptoms could be peripheral arterial disease or PAD. When in doubt, please check it out. Call a heart, lung, and vascular clinic location near you today to schedule an appointment. 329-1900. Dr. Borders has clinics in West Monroe, Monroe, and Winsboro and offers outpatient vascular procedures for your care and convenience. Call the heart, lung, and vascular clinic today. 329-1900. Bicycle. We ride for MedCare. Bicycle. We ride for MedCamps. I want to ride my bicycle. I want to ride my bike. MedCamps Madness is coming March 24th. A multi-level cycling tour and or a 5K around Ruston to benefit MedCamps of Louisiana. Facebook, MedCamps Madness. Register today, active.com. I'm going to run and ride for MedCamps. I ride for their families. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's the edge with Terry Waldrop. And welcome back in. Sports Talk D977. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx. Second half of the edge today. Programming note for you guys. Uh, if you hate us, if you love us, if you're probably like a lot of people, you have mixed emotions, and the uh, the emotions run from hate to love pretty much sometimes during the sentence of a show, not just the show. Uh, we're going to be on 3 to 6 today um, with the sports company, and so uh, Tabor is the guy that needs to start drinking right now. Actually, it's going to be Ken Carter. Oh, it's going to be Ken? Ken? Ken will be on. John John was smart and uh, and took a uh, sabbatical. Good move, Tabor. Good move on John's part. So it'll be Ken Carter running uh, the ship of death at uh, 3 to 6, and uh, – if you have, uh, if you're if you're really bored, join us. Uh, even if you're not, uh, we hope to uh, have you uh, on for three hours this afternoon. Well, we'll go into more uh, scintillating uh, topics such as why LSU should play all the state schools, including Louisiana College. But wait, Lafayette plays them. Lafayette, according to Will Wade, they do. <laughs> well, they do. Yes, yes. You get. Do. I, I, th- I guess in that conference, you get two non-division ones a year, and. Uh, yeah, some you play more than – you look at the Southland Conference, there's like five or six non-D1s they'll let them play, which is going to keep you in the uh, – That's why you're a 14 seed at the best. Oh, at, at absolute best, but it also keeps your job. Yeah. I mean, if I can build in six to eight wins into my schedule and I go 500 in my conference, my job is pretty secure. Um, Maybe Tubby Smith should have done that at Memphis. Tubby Smith, I think, was 21 and 13 in two years. Had a, had a decent run. Uh, That's for, a winning record last time I checked. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, Tubby Smith ousted uh, as basketball coach after two years at the University of Memphis. Uh, people were not uh, exactly enamored with him. Now, Memphis, Jamie, I recruited Memphis. Yeah. Memphis is weird. Memphis is just weird. Uh, you it, better, you better, if, if, if you... You need to shower a lot if you have to recruit Memphis. Uh, I remember the years of uh, Albert Means and uh, Tin Stud and all that stuff going on between Alabama and Tennessee, for, and it was all about the city of Memphis. Yeah, Mem- Memphis and, is an uh, odd bird. They, they they want you to be from there, but if you're from there, they don't like you too much, and if you're not from there, they don't like you too much. Uh, it's kind of like a swag school in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's so much loyalty, just like blind loyalty, which is a good and a bad thing. But uh, Memphis wins 21 games this year, 
And Tubby Smith is uh, no more at Memphis. Word is they're bringing in uh, Memphis hometown hero and uh, great, great Memphis player, arguably probably maybe the best of all time from Memphis, uh, Penny Anthony Penny Hardaway to coach the team. Now, ask me what Mr. Hardaway has been doing since he got through with NBA. What is uh, Penny Hardaway's cachet to this point? Penny uh, does two things. He is the East High School basketball coach, and they have been dominant. I think they have five or six Division One kids on the team. Uh, they are absolutely just just incredibly successful at the high school level for the last two or years. He also runs Team Penny, an AAU team uh, that sports his name on it, that he bankrolls because he is a multi-zillionaire, uh, courtesy of his time in the NBA. But uh, word is that uh, that Penny Hardaway is going to be offered the Memphis job uh, straight out of high school and AAU ranks. So all you seventh grade coaches out there, uh, when uh, when a job pops, make sure you send your resume in. Well, that does you happen. Too, yeah, you too could be uh, considered if you have billions of dollars. Uh, I, this is uh, it, it's kind of sad, really, to me, to see Memphis basketball. I remember the years of Larry Finch and Larry Keenan and all that, to where Memphis made some deep runs. Dana Kirk, Dana Kirk. I forgot about Dana Kirk. Oh gosh. Uh, just some tremendous teams. Calipari. Yeah, and a lot of those teams were made up of Memphis kids as well. So uh, John Calipari was there. So now think of those. Let's let's look at the – let's do some comparisons here and take away his, his wonderful NBA career out of it. Nothing, nothing uh, to take away from Penny Hardaway's NBA career or college career for that matter, all of one or two years. Uh, absolutely. But- uh, Larry Finch. No, no, Dana Kirk came first. Dana Kirk. Larry Finch. Larry Finch came after. Did they have somebody in the interim? They did, but I can't remember. Uh, I know. Cause was it Gene Bartow? Might have been. I know Tom Schubert went to work for Larry Finch. Gene Bartow. The late Larry Finch. Yeah, I think Gene away. Bartow was there. I think it was a few years. I don't think it was. I think it was less than eight or nine years. But, uh, yeah, and then John Calipari, of all things. And then Pastner and Pastner Bale to Georgia Tech. And then they bring in Tubby. Uh, who they needed, 50-year-old Tubby Smith, not 64-year-old Tubby Smith. So the energy, and I think, is probably a legitimate criticism because they just weren't getting the recruits that uh, uh, that they had been getting. Uh, at any rate, we'll talk about this in a minute. Let's jump to the Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union hotline and talk to Kamala. Welcome in, sir. Good morning. How are what you? Is the, I'm doing well. What is the main prerequisite in college that a coach brings to the table. I wish I knew. <laughs> well, it's real simple. If mine's are better than yours, we got a better chance. There you go. So you tell me how Hardaway is not going to bring any player that is saying, well, if I'm there, he's a former pro, a great pro, he's had success, He's going to give credibility to me being seen. They don't. They don't realize that it's all about talent eventually. They realize about publicity and hype. So there, there's your, there's your recruiting key right there. And if I can get better athletes consistently, and I'm, I don't count. I don't work. I'm not working for the money. Then tell me how it can't be a better situation for an answer. Well, I'm going to tell you this. Let me throw this. You have a valid point. It's all about players. Here's the uh, here's the thing that would concern me if I'm the Memphis people. Uh, 
And they're gonna, he's going to get the job. It's a foregone conclusion. The question is, when does the NCAA investigation come? Is it this year or next year? Because it will come, and they will find stuff, because the AAU stuff is absolutely a cesspool. Uh, the last okay. two Final Fours how, for Memphis. How, not, go ahead. How is, how is his involvement before he gets to the University of Memphis with the AAU got anything to do with from the day he was hired as the Memphis coach or will be hired to the point where the investigation begins. Well, you're I mean, if, have I had, if I bring five speeding tickets with me and, and two parking violations and a, a mobile recharge and I get a head job at, at UNLV, they're going to investigate UNLV, that's ex post facto. That, that has nothing to do with Memphis. Co- complete different topic. And let me tell you why. The thing that uh, gets presidents fired and board of trustee people fired are investigations. I'm not saying he's going to do it. He's not going to do it. But the, the the instance when you're running your own AAU program and you're self-bankrolling that, uh, there are kids in there that, that go down to the 7th, 8th, ninth grade, whatever that would be, and just the, the connections there, you can't help but have violations because you're still going to have people that are going to be representative of your athletic interests that are going to be coaching that team. So all of a sudden now, when he promotes somebody to coach that team, just their association with Penny Hardaway, by definition for the NCAA, he's a representative of their athletic interest, and now you can no longer recruit those kids. Uh, per what the NCAA rules de facto say, now there may be other ways around that, but it's going to be a, a very big sticking point. It's something they better come to grips with very quickly uh, because, the, as we've all seen, Memphis has a history 1985-2008, Final Fours that were vacated. And so that's a very slippery slope. It's a dangerous slope you're getting on, actually, as well. So we'll see. I, uh, you, you got good points. How many schools, I'll be honest with you, how many schools are waiting for that next phone call or the, or the phone to ring? Because you know as well as I do, brother, you've been in it. More than half of them are dirty. Some, oh, I'd give you a lot higher way. percentage than that. <laughs> I'd give I'm you a being, I'm being, 80%. I, hey, look, I see these AAU teams, these traveling teams, out panhandling for money and doing all that stuff. I mean, you know, it's all it, it's all smoke and mirrors, brother. When you got big money involved, you got big crime. Absolutely, uh, you and I couldn't agree more on that. You know, I promise you, Penny's teams are not out panhandling by the freeway for for loose change. No. No, but uh, you know, with all with all due respect, even even a guy who puts his own money on the line, mm-hmm. you know, I'd, I'd rather have somebody put his own money on the line than a guy who's uh, can be bought and sold. Yeah, great point. Yeah. I mean, I look, I don't, I don't disagree. It's probably a decent hire. It's, uh, you know, I think again, I don't think nobody's ever really done this before. Uh, you're talking about somebody that's – can he handle the X and O part of it? I'm, I'm sure to some extent he's talking about bringing in Larry Brown uh, as the assistant coach. Well, Larry, Larry is an unbelievable coach, success, but uh, his last three stints, UCLA, Kansas, and SMU, he's departed each one of those stints with NCAA probation on the team. So, well, look, you know, it's like, hey, it's look, like hiring you know, John Dillinger as your driver. I mean, Well, I wouldn't hire him, hire him as my driver. I'd hire him as my gunman. Uh, <laughs> It'd be a dang good one. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, yeah, I mean, look, let, let's. It's it's real simple. It's it's basketball. Okay, you play defense. You you push the ball toward the basket. You shoot it. You rebound and you hustle. 
It's all it's all about effort. Now, if I've got great effort and I understand the fundamentals and I've got great talent, I may have a chance to have a pretty damn good team. Absolutely. Absolutely. No question about All it, right. man. We are late for a break. Come on, I appreciate the call. Oh, thanks, Good man. stuff, man. Great points. Great stuff. Uh, we're late for a break. You're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, The Edge. This segment brought to you by our friends at Vantage. Give us a shout. Give us a text. 888 Valley Federal Credit Union text line and hotline. Jamie and I will be back to close it down in a minute. Career Chevy in Farmerville has an awesome selection of used cars and trucks. We've got 50 nice used trucks in stock with prices and payments to fit every budget. I'm talking about deals like this. A super nice 14 Silverado with low miles for only $16,995. If you're looking for a nice used truck, you'll find it here at Premier. Whether you're from Homer to Bastrop, El Dorado to Monroe, when you're ready to buy your next car, we hope you'll shop Premier first. The all-new Premier Chevy, Sterlington Highway, Farmerville, and online at MyPremierChevy.com. Speedy Oil Change and Tune-Up is committed to helping you preserve the life of your engine with the highest quality maintenance service for your vehicle. Chevron is now their featured oil. Speedy offers tune-ups, brakes, radiator service, headlamp restoration, and 17-point oil change. They're your Bridgestone Firestone dealer and provide nitrogen tire filling. Speedy Oil Change and Tune-Up, providing Chevron as their featured oil. Speedy Oil Change and Tune-Up, 315 North Surface Road, Ruston. Speedy Oil Change and Tune-Up. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. Listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one. 345-4545. When I got hurt in an accident, I didn't know how I would take care of my medical bills. I took out loans, borrowed from friends and family, but the bills kept piling up. That's when a friend told me to call attorney Bobby Manning. Bobby fought hard for me. He helped make things right. I'm so glad my friend told me to get Bobby. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in an accident, don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call one 800 Three four five six six four four. If an insurance company is there to sell you insurance, shouldn't it also be there to service it? After all, what good is your insurance if you can't even talk to a real person about your policy, let alone receive prompt claim service? Don't worry. At Farm Bureau Insurance, we're here to help with experienced agents, so you never have to worry about who's going to be on the other end of the phone. You know it's going to be your personal Farm Bureau insurance agent with fast, fair claim service where you need it and when you need it most. Call today for your free no-obligation review for auto, home, and life insurance that's custom-tailored just for you. 
in Jackson Parish, call Eddie Simpson at 259-4082. Louisiana Farm Bureau Casualty Insurance Company. Louisiana Farm Bureau Mutual Insurance Company. Southern Farm Bureau Casualty Insurance Company. Southern Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company. Jackson, Mississippi. Living on the Edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. And welcome back in Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, appreciate you joining us this morning. Make sure you join us this afternoon, 3 to 6. Jamie and I will be uh, co-hosting the, what is it, Sports Company? Well, I hope so, yeah. Yeah, We we might change the name. It might be the... The edge part, duh. Well, certainly by the time 6 o'clock rolls around, it'll probably go by a different name, yes. Yeah, but anyway, you will have some edge on. Indeed. But join us at uh, – Terry and I will be on from 3 to 6 this afternoon. So uh, stay with us. But I'm sure we'll, we've got another uh, few minutes here to talk about uh, the NCAA tournament. Uh, coaching changes uh, out and about, and uh, we'll get into some of that again tomorrow. But, Terry, this uh, this situation in Memphis could get interesting. Uh I think we've got a new hire. It's not official yet, but I think we've got a new hire in Oxford. Yeah, I think um, Kermit Davis, uh, and they're waiting to see what happens. I think that him. makes a lot of sense. Uh, Kermit Davis, Mississippi roots, he'll, he'll be good uh, there. And, again, Mississippi, it's been sort of hit and miss. Mississippi basketball is sort of like Mississippi State football. About every four years, they're pretty good. Oh, misses. Yeah, they're yeah. pretty good about every four years. Well, you know, let me first of all, let me tip my hat to Kermit Davis for number one, staying at Middle Tennessee for sixteen years. I think he built that program. Somebody who somebody's gonna be very fortunate to inherit that job. Uh after he left, he built up a good recruiting base. He's well, uh, well, you're gonna see Middle it, Tennessee's not, you know, chop liver by well, the way. You're gonna see but, if it's Kermit Davis or if it's Middle Tennessee or a little bit of both. Yeah. Because sometimes you can put the right person into the wrong situation and it doesn't work. I, I think Tubby Smith in Memphis is an example of that. And then sometimes you can put the wrong person in the right situation just by accident they win. All this is about fit, Jamie. It's so, I mean, it's so Which much is why Thad fit. Mata probably didn't get the job. But Thad Mata did, he turned down the Georgia Al- job. Although Ben Howland to Mississippi State, who could have saw that one? Again. Los Angeles to Starkville. Yeah, yeah. it makes sense. Where do I sign the paper at? Well, and you're, Meet you and at the you're third right. trailer park on the left. Yeah, and Ben Howland, I think, has done a great job at Mississippi State. But that's because he's a good coach. So sometimes I think, you know, Let's be honest, and this is a very sensitive subject for both you and me, particularly now, not only geographical, but age plays a huge interest. You mentioned Tubby Smith now at 64. 66. 66, 66 I believe. 66 as opposed to 56. Uh, and and it's, it's not fair. Uh, it's not right. Tubby Smith hasn't forgotten how to coach. He had a winning record at uh, Memphis. But, again, uh, to maybe – you know, Kamala's point earlier, I mean, it's, you know, if you're going to bring in, let's just say they do bring in Larry Brown and, and, and some other uh, folks to coach that team. I mean, Memphis folks, when it comes to basketball, you've got a place called the Pyramid that you're not halfway, or what is it? No, not, they play in the FedEx Forum. Yeah, now, it's right? the FedEx Forum now. Okay. But you got a place, you're not filling seats. And Memphis basketball is, is legendary. So you got to break a splash. And what better way, again, you know, I look at that Memphis situation, um, you know, maybe Penny Hardaway is, is, you know, from a recruiting standpoint. Now, I don't know. You would know better than I. What kind of recruiter is Larry Brown? Or I mean, he's got to be pushing 70. So, but what kind of is, – is Larry Brown no, – You recruit to Larry Brown. 
Larry okay, Brown's like, look, I've, 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 I got played, I've, I've played the NBA. I've coached the NBA. I've got connections. Larry's not going out to a lot of home visits. He'll do a few. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that guy is you recruit to him. Uh, you have uh, younger guys that are out there doing that, and you that's the, the shining star you recruit to. Uh, but, yeah, certainly Penny Hardaway. It's sort of like the Ed Orgeron deal that they pulled a bait and switch on. Look, we know Orgeron is not a big-time head coach. We all get that at LSU. And uh, so what we're going to do, what had happened was, uh, the way we're going to make this right is we're going to get the two best offensive coordinators in the, uh, offensive and defensive coordinators in America, and that's going to make up for our deficiencies in our head coach. And it'll all work out. And people are like, well, okay. Same principle here. Penny Hardaway is revered in Memphis. He runs the, one of the top AAU programs in America. He's the coach at uh, Memphis East High School, which is as flush with talent as any school in America. Uh, not coached in college or the NBA. Does that mean he can't do it? No, it means he hasn't done it. And so the thing, the funny thing that they have called rules, that they're pretty, you know, strict, more guidelines sometimes than rules. So you better have some people there that know what the rules are to keep you away from, from doing things that are crazy. Because you're talking about there's really, this guy's self-funded. I mean, Penny Hardaway is self-funded. So it's not like he's got to go find a booster. Uh, you know, to give somebody fifty grand in cash, he just you know take that out of the change in his couch cushions if he were so inclined to do that. And by no means, I'm I suggesting he would do that. And so, it's a different animal than what we've seen previously. It, it is a different animal, and I'm I'm going to go ahead. I wasn't I was a, a little bit hesitant to make the connection, but I'm going to go ahead and make it at the risk of alienating LSU fans, which you know I'm probably one of them. The situation with Memphis basketball and LSU football may is sounds like something you won't have as many coaches involved, but some of the same concepts are going to apply. Okay, you're Ed Orgeron. You you have you know you sell Oranda, and uh, oh gosh, I've already forgotten his name. This the, the Canada, Matt Canada. Thank you, Terry. That's why that's believe it or not, with two demented old people, we sometimes pull together. Now what has he done? Okay, you lose Canada. You you up. You bring in Insminger, a trusted. No, you don't bring Insminger. He's already there. You promote him. <laughs> that 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 remains to be seen. So you lose Grimes to BYU. You bring in a very seasoned coach in Craig for your offensive line. I think that's a good hire. You bring in uh, Bill Bush to help with the safeties and Corey Raymond, a very veteran coach. You bring in Jerry Sullivan to compliment Mickey Joseph. Who is the recruiter for New Orleans? But you got to bring in Sullivan from an X and O standpoint, and Mickey Joseph is going to be a ten times better coach as a result of it. Mickey Joseph's learn he's he's got he's in his learning curve phase. He's going to be a good coach one day, and and uh, already on his way. Then you bring in the other day. I saw they brought in a guy that was a defensive coordinator of the Dolphins as an analyst, so to speak. So what is he doing? He's following the Alabama model. You're bringing in coaches with a lot of cachet, a lot of experience to help these younger coaches on your staff. Not so much from a recruiting standpoint, but from an X and O's. Penny Hardaway is doing the same thing. If that is indeed true, and I don't think Larry Brown's going to be the last hire with the next one. I think that you're going to have another where you're going to go, oh, my gosh, I can't believe Memphis has hired Larry Brown and, yacht, yacht, you know, fill in the blanks. You watch. That's what they're going to do. And uh, because their schools, I mean, you know, A&M to me showed uh, 
you know, you get so in, – in their eyes, you know, they're tired of losing. I don't think any of lost at epic proportions. But these guys – it just goes to show you the ego that is in sports. And we, we opened the show talking a little bit about the egos involved between ULL and LSU. Uh, herd egos, things like that. But, you know, you got a fan base that gets, in, in their eyes, thinking they should be have the biggest whatever on the block. You're going to see some, some wallets open. And they did at Texas A&M. Uh, you're going to see that at Memphis. Uh, I would venture a guess you'll see that, you know, at other schools where, uh, and we'll talk about this again tomorrow. And it just just look at this list, Terry. I'm not going to. We're not going to go into depth about this. We'll do this this afternoon. Because because by the way, there's a guy on this list named Terry Waltrip who didn't make my top five. By the way, which I apologize, but he is. He's right there along with Tom Crean, <laughs> yeah. Andy Kennedy, Mark Fox. Remember him? He didn't exactly forget how to coach, but apparently at Georgia they thought he did. Tubby Smith. Rick Patino. I'm sorry I put you behind Patino and Tubby Smith. I hope you're not offended. Uh, and for, for the record, I've never run a brothel. But I did saying. put you above Thad Mata. So that right there, Terry, shows. So what I'm saying is, those of you who are listening out there, there's a guy named Terry Waltrip who uh, – you know, I'm just saying, Georgia. Before you, uh, before you pull the, the trigger and hire, uh, make a mistake and hire Tom Crean. Yeah, I would come cheaper. Yes, you would. <laughs> yeah. well, we got it. We got it. That get goes out of for here. other things besides basketball yeah, too. So. Appreciate you listening yeah. today, folks. Jamie and I'll be back three to six today for more of the debauchery. <laughs> Hope you uh, you get the opportunity to listen. Thanks to 